0: Hey, so remember about five minutes ago when summer was just starting, right? You had all the time in the world to do all of the fun things. There was a movie night. You were going to go to the beach. You were going to make s'mores. Well, I don't know about you, but over here, summer flew by about as fast as my little one's first year. So sadly, it is time. We have to make the transition to back to school mode. And I know that may look different for everyone this year, but today I'm still sharing 10 simple steps We can take to get our little one's sleep back in track so that you can sleep like a mother of a well-rested baby This is the sleep like a mother podcast. Welcome I'm Ashley Rizzo a certified pediatric sleep consultant and director of well-rested baby We're a team of mamas and certified sleep consultants and we help children of all ages all over the world get the sleep They need I'm a mama to not one, but two sets of twins. Yes, you heard that correctly. Two sets of twins. And they're only 15 months apart. Sleep makes my life possible. So I've made it my mission to help families develop healthy sleep habits in their home so that they too can experience life as it was meant to be lived. Well rested. All right, all right. So how about we get started with some stats? I know, I know, it sounds so exciting, but guys, this is going to tell us just how important sleep is. I'm sure you already know that well-rested kiddos are proven to have an increased attention span. So with those increased attention spans, they are more willing and more able to learn. This is true for several reasons, but really what I want to look at with you is just the role of sleep in development. Because when we sleep, oh my gosh, our brains are so busy. They're so busy consolidating memories, removing repetitive and unimportant info. It's strengthening connections between nerves and the left and the right side of the brain. So just think of how outrageously important sleep is in the early stages of childhood when literally all your little one is doing when they're awake is learning. So yes, sleep and brain development, they go very much hand in hand. Then there's the studies. There are so many studies. I'm not going to go over all of them, but I want to bullet point three. Here's this first one. At 18 months old, total sleep duration of 10 hours or less and or wakening three or more times a night predicts emotional and behavioral problems at five. How your little one sleeps at 18 months can predict how they behave at 5. What? Here's another one for you. Two and three-year-olds who have problems getting to sleep and staying asleep have higher levels of internal and external behaviors. And these manifest in a number of ways, such as overactivity, aggression, impulsivity, and tantrums. Here's one more for you. Disrupted sleep in four to five year olds are likely to result in difficulties adjusting to preschool because, again, less sleep is associated with aggression, defiance, non compliance, acting out, hyperactivity, oppositional behavior. It's outrageous. All right. Do I have you on board the sleep train? Yes. Good. Because we're leaving the station and we are going to pick up 10 back to school sleep tips that will help make this adjustment so much easier for your family. Our first step, tip number one, start early. I just, I don't want you to do that classic kid move. You know, where you start a project the night before and wonder why it's not working out well, right? If you wake your kid up for the bus at 6 a.m. that first day and they're exhausted, you are going to know why. You did not start early. Start early. Start now. Start adjusting their clock by waking them up or putting them to bed, you know, 15-minute increments every three days in the right direction. Do it gently, and you're going to have a lot more success than just pulling them out of sleep that first day. All right, number two. I want you to prioritize sleep. It will not Be the most fun thing that you commit your family to this fall it won't but it will be the most important back to school is just it's such an exciting time I love this time of year but calendars can really fill up fast and I know there may be after-school activities or virtual classes and they can so easily break your commitment to healthy sleep I don't want that to happen I promise your three-year-old needs sleep more than they need to learn how to play the drum. I promise. All right, number three, you're gonna hold a family meeting. What is with this chick and family meetings? Is that what you're thinking? I know, I'm sorry, I love them. They're just such a good tool to get everyone on board the same topic and really talk everything out and let them know how important Different things in your life are. So, yep, you're going to have another one of these bad boys. You're going to gather them and you're really going to playfully discuss the importance of sleep and the role it plays in our energy and success. If you have little ones, there is a great book. It's called What is Sleep? It is available on Amazon. It's a lift the flap book and it is a blast. Well, as a blast as A book about sleep can be, but kiddos love it. And that might be a great time to introduce the book and learn about sleep as a family if you have little ones. But I also want you to take this time together to share what's expected. So talk about the bedtime routine. Talk about what time bed is. Talk about when they can get up. Talk about what's going to happen if they get up early. Really outline it all. You will set the tone with your excitement. But I don't want you to be crushed when no one thanks you for putting them to bed early. No one's going to do that, no matter how excited they are. I have yet to see a child say, Good mom, I agree. More sleep? That's exactly what I needed. No, probably not going to happen. So set your standards low there. All right, but regardless of the reaction, I want you to know, Man, these boundaries that you're setting, they will make your kiddos feel safe. They're going to make them feel cared for. They're going to make them feel loved. I promise because just think how big this world is and how little they are. Think of how much they don't know and are unaware of. So, man, it is a confidence booster to actually know what to expect. And, gosh, to know that they're cared for and they're being kept safe and well-rested, that's amazing. That's an amazing message to send. Plus, and if, oh my gosh, this one is the icing on the cake. These boundaries, when you hold yours, it teaches them how to hold their own later in life. Yes, how you set the tone at bedtime can change how your little one will react in those teenage years when their own personal boundaries are being pushed. So, gosh, they're always watching and always learning. So do not be afraid of that no or the tantrum or really any other pushback that you're going to receive during this family meeting or as you begin to implement these rules because you are doing the right thing. Gosh, sleep is awesome. They should be thanking you, really. All right, so that's one through three. Let's move on to number four. I want you to dust off those nightly routines. Now, more than ever, routines will be important. School's probably going to be a little different this year, or maybe it's their first year. So when you rely on these boundaries, again, it's a confidence booster. And when they feel good, they will do good. So I want you to reintroduce or fine-tune your bedtime routine. And this is going to help limit procrastination and frustration and bedtime battles come nighttime. Now, if you've been with us, you may be familiar with the three S's of a successful bedtime routine. And if not, that's all right, because I'm going to tell you them right now. Your bedtime routine should be these three things. Simple. Do not overcomplicate it. It should be short. You don't want your little one to become overtired while you're practicing your bedtime routine. Because again, when we become overtired, our body produces sleep fighting hormones that make it difficult to fall asleep and difficult to stay asleep. So keep those routines short. And number three, keep them soothing. I mean, that may seem obvious, but what I mean here is I don't want your routine to be a means to sleep for your little one. They should be falling asleep completely independently. And if they're not you know where to find us, wellrestedbaby.com. Okay, little plug there. The thing is, there really should be a fourth S. I'm not gonna lie, there should be a fourth S and that should be specific. Quantify everything, mama, everything. Specific steps, exact order, how many books, how many songs or really whatever else may be a part of your routine and then here's the key. Do not waver when you do this. It will have the power to stop stalling. And of course, most importantly, it's going to serve as a cue to your little one what's going to come next. Sleep. Number five. Oh my gosh, we're halfway through already. All right, number five limit tv and tablets. Now, I know we are definitely giving ourselves more grace at our house in terms of screen time during this pandemic. So, I'm definitely not trying to take that grace or screen time away from you. I know it's very much needed. I'm speaking more about as we head into bedtime because the blue lights that are produced by TVs, tablets, phones, etc, they're stimulating and They are read by our brain as natural light. That means it can reduce the melatonin production as we head into bedtime. So if you can, I would introduce a no screen rule at least 30 minutes before bed. But if you can do two hours, that would be fantastic. All right, we are moving right along. And that is ironic because number six is get moving. Back to school typically means a lot more sitting than your kiddos have done in the past. So I want you to get outside, get moving, and just really make sure they are getting the exercise and working off all that pent-up energy as best they can. So when they go to bed, they are ready for bed. Number seven, you're going to use natural light to your advantage to help make this transition a bit more smoothly for your family. First thing in the morning, if you can, get outside, get some fresh air. And this is going to burst, boost their energy levels too. Burst their energy levels. We don't want to burst them. We want to keep their energy levels. We want to boost them. Uh, and keep this in mind. Exposure to sun in the morning is going to adjust your schedules earlier. But exposure in the early evening, 4 or 5 p.m., That's going to start adjusting their schedules later. So I just want you to be mindful of how you're spending your late afternoon with your little one. Is your routine helping them become more biologically prepared for sleep? If you're going from the outdoors to a screen to bed, it may not be setting your little one up for success. So just keep that in mind as you plan out your evenings. Number eight. I want you to commit to a schedule. Once you've outlined your child's bedtime routine and your schedule is stick to it even on the weekends. This daytime schedule it's going to be so helpful in moving the day along in a much more peaceful manner and more peaceful days are going to lead to more peaceful bedtimes and holy moly that is what we all need in our life right now. Just A little piece. Number eight, I want you to commit to your schedule. You've outlined your bedtime routine. You've outlined your schedule. And now I need you to stick to it. Even on the weekends, going to bed and waking up at the same time every day is much more healthy than waking up at different times. So I know you're going to be tempted to sleep in, but I don't want you to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Gosh, number nine. Now, this is my least favorite one. Summer can be a season of indulgence, right? We've got the ice cream, we've got the popsicles, the s'mores. I love summer, it's so delicious. Um, But unfortunately, I need you to do this limit your sweets. Oh, bummer. I know. I love sleep, but I am also a sucker for dessert. But I want you to watch your little one's sugar intake again, just as you head into the afternoon and the evening hours. Last one. You guys, these are pretty easy, right? So 10 steps. You've got these. Number 10. Prime your little one's room for sleep. If you have not done this already, you need to. A prime sleep environment, let's see, it's cool, it's dark, and I'm not talking kind of dark, I am talking dark, dark. I'm going to link in the show notes to our favorite blackout blind options, but that is going to go a long way in helping your little one fall asleep and stay asleep, especially as you put them to bed a little bit earlier in the evening, And I also want you to throw a white noise machine in there for good measure. There's older siblings, just general household noise. Let's block that out. White noise only, though, guys. None of this crashing waves or rainforest sounds, because again, our brain is very busy while we're sleeping. So if we're working with sounds like crashing waves or tree frogs for some reason, I don't know who's sleeping to tree frogs, but. I remember my mom had a sound machine that had a rainforest sound. And I was like, why is this frog croaking at me? It's not helping. But anyways, our brain is busy processing those sounds. And so sleep, it's just not as restorative because it's too busy, you know, filling out the junk, getting it out of there. So white noise only. That's it, guys. That's it. That's all 10. If you didn't write them down and I'm assuming you didn't because you're probably multitasking you're a mom don't worry Uh, I am going to put this on our website and even heck just email me directly Ashley at wellrestedbaby.com I'd love to hear from you but I'll even personally send you the list so I need you to do me a favor if you can if you found this helpful just take a moment leave us a review share this episode with a friend we would really appreciate the support that is how other mamas find us and heck it takes a village so let's get in this together right gosh thank you so much for joining us if you want to know more about getting your family ready for school or really any other sleep related topic Visit our website, wellrestedbaby.com. You'll find sleep tips, show notes, and more about Well-Rested Baby in general, our philosophies, our support packages, our consultants. Spoiler alert. We don't judge. Nope. We don't. We're here to help you find a solution to your little one's sleep in a manner that reflects your comfort level, not ours. So join us next time hit the subscribe button down below. I am going to be reviewing some of my favorite and least favorite baby products. Until then, sweet dreams and lots of coffee.